and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's Morning Coffee with Larry, and I'm glad you're here to join me today. I've got my nice cup of very strong Colombian blend. Ah, and it's making the throat feel good. It's making that happen. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> also, being it's dark and it's... Oh, I'm a little bit later than I wanted to be. It's about uh, about 20 till 6. So maybe it'll give me a little bit of a pickup also. <laughs> well, today is Thursday, the 5th of December, 2019, as we tick away the clock for this year. And next year, we'll be writing 2020. Yesterday, I actually had to... Um, we have a, a thing at work at the VA where... If you want to guarantee having time off, especially during hot periods like, you know, holidays where everybody wants off, you have to put it in a year in advance, you know, or, you know, for before the start of the year. So I'm having to type in for getting a few days off. It was so hard to make my fingers type 2020. It didn't feel right. I goofed up. I was typing 2019. It's like, wait a minute, this isn't right. I'm not asking off for this year. Christmas. So yeah, you may have to practice 2020 if you're one of those crazy old people who still write checks. <clears throat> have you noticed how expensive checks are when you go to buy them? I tell you, either this is a plot they want to get out of the business, so they're jacking up the prices, or you know they know you're desperate, you need them, so they're going to charge you out the wazoo. But anyway, I digress. Uh, we're, we're running out of this year and, uh, the next one is coming around the corner. <laughs> oh, but I have today and tomorrow off. Uh, I was originally going to be doing deer hunting on these days. And then I've got another project I'm wanting to work on that I'll share with you once I get it going, uh, probably next week. <clears throat> I'll be doing some announcements on it, but then there's been some other things that have crept into the day, so I don't know what's really going to take place. But I am here, you are here, we're here together, so cheers to you with coffee. And let's kind of get started. I had come across this quote the other day, and I'm always a little, I'm getting more and more leery about the accuracy of quotes, um, but uh, and uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But I wanted to kind of start with a story. Um, a mom and uh, takes her her child to a carnival, and they have a merry-go-round. You know, I love the merry-go-round myself. You've got all the horses, the different animals to ride, and the little child was just, you know, in awe of this magical ride. And so he wanted to ride it, wanted to ride it. So uh, he, he was pretty little. So uh, the mom took him up on the ride and has him on the, uh, the saddle of the big horse. And she's going to stand there next to him while the, the merry-go-round, you know, commences um, and make sure he doesn't fall off and that everything is okay. So he's all excited, and as he goes around and around and around on the merry-go-round, 
he's he's starting to feel a little bit of motion sickness. He's not feeling good in his head. He's not feeling good in his tummy. And he says, Mommy, I don't feel good. I feel kind of sick. And uh, she said, you know, uh, well, do you want me to uh, uh, take you off the ride? And, 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 you know, then you won't feel bad. And he said, no, I like the, the merry-go-round. I like the carousel. And, and so he keeps riding it and he's not feeling good. And he's like, mommy, make this bad feeling stop. And she's like, okay, I'll take you off the merry-go-round. And, and he says, no, I like the merry-go-round. Don't take me off. <clears throat> I don't know if any of you had that exact dilemma but you're wanting to help somebody and you know what's causing the problem. But, you know, here in this case, the little child is not wanting to give up the cause because he's excited about it. There's something fun about it, but it's, it's making him feel woozy. Well, this quote that I came across I did a little checking and apparently is not a verified quote uh, from Hippocrates, uh, but I think the quote is still good. Uh, you know, famous people get all kinds of quotes attributed to them. Confucius is probably the one who is quoted as saying the most, but uh, very little of those quotes are real. It's, it reminds me of the one I saw where it had a picture of Abraham Lincoln and it said, uh, it was a quote saying, don't believe everything you read on the internet, signed by Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, right. Okay, anyway, so this quote is, before you heal someone, ask if he is willing to give up the things that made him sick. I don't care who came up with it. That's, that's a pretty good saying. Before you heal someone, Ask him if he's willing to give up the things that made him sick. That's one of the things, maybe not in those words, but that's one of the things that I, I, I discuss with a lot of my counseling clients. If they are uh, somewhat resistant to what I'm suggesting, you know, I'll ask them, you know, if this is making you sick, if this is making you not well, if this is causing you problems, are you willing to give it up? You know, if somebody's drinking is causing them problems, are they willing to give it up? Well, I, I think I can I can probably control it. I think I can handle it. Have you tried handling it before? Well, yeah. Well, how long have you been noticed it's a problem, but you're you're still drinking and it's not working? Your your handling of it isn't working. Well, it's been quite a while. Well, Maybe it's time to give that up. Are you willing? And there comes that moment. There comes that moment. Are they willing? Some people are. Some people aren't. Some things are easy to give up because you don't do them that often. Or you have to go out of your way to do it. Other things, they're constantly right there in your face. Are you willing to give them up or not? You know, I will say... Sugar and the excessive sugar that seems to be always around and always available is a very hard thing for me to pass on. And I know I need to. I know I need to do that. But am I willing to give that up? 
I want to. It's kind of like the, the mind is willing. The body wants me to. But how come if, uh, if there's a play to something in the break room, I go back to it more than once? You know, the, the physical things that lead to chronic health issues. Are we willing to give up these things if they're making us sick? How about behavioral patterns? Things that we just do that have led to problems or are causing current problems. Are we willing to give those things up? I remember um, working with a couple quite some time ago. Uh, well, it wasn't overly long ago because it was um, since we've had the, the, the gas station casinos in our area. Um, but this, this, uh, this couple, they had serious financial troubles. Uh, and one of the problems was if the wife gave the husband money to go to the store to get some different things or gave him money to pay a particular bill, he wouldn't do it. He would go down to the gas station and gamble it away in 20 minutes. And it was a problem. It was a problem that had her frustrated. It was a problem that, you know, he wasn't willing to necessarily give up. But it was also something that she enjoyed, you know, gambling on occasion. She just wouldn't gamble with the money you know, that was allocated to something else. And the question I came up with is, if gambling all around, if gambling is causing a key problem for your marriage and you don't have enough money really to afford gambling at any level, are you willing to give it up? Are you willing to just give it up? What about thinking? What about patterns of suspicion? What about patterns of beating yourself up? What about patterns of casting blame anywhere except to your own actions, your own responsibilities? Are you willing to give those things up if it's causing problems? If you've got a negative view of your wife, if you have a negative view of your husband, if you have a negative view of your kids, are you willing to give that up in order to have a more accurate, healthy view of the people in your family, of the people in your life? The first part, before you heal someone, ask them if they're willing to give up these things that made them sick. I don't think that first part means, well, if you're not willing to give them up, I'm not willing to do anything to try to help you. I think it's an important question to ask because it puts a connection on our behaviors. And sometimes what we do is, well, I'm not the one causing it. It's that person over there. By the way, I'm pointing across the room. It's that person over there. There's no one standing there except a cat, but I'm just, you, you follow me here. Uh, <laughs> it's that person that's causing the problems. Yeah. They're doing something, but I'm talking about your 
reaction because I can't change that person because they're not here. I can't heal that person. They're not here. You're here. Are you willing to change how you react and interact with a particular person if that would help your situation? Are you willing to give up your old ways of handling something? And when giving up, it's not per se creating a vacuum. Think of it as an exchange. Would you give, here's the example. Would you give me a $10 bill if I asked you? Well, some of you might, and I appreciate you. <laughs> Most of you probably be like, no. Well, what if I gave you a $20 bill in exchange for the 10? And yes, it's a real $20 bill. Would you do that? Well, of course I would. I'd also think you were crazy, but yeah, you would do that exchange. You would give me a 10 if I gave you back a 20. Well, what, what this is asking is these things are making you sick. These are things that are making you unhealthy. These are things that are making you struggle mentally, emotionally, relationally, spiritually. It's not a $10 bill. It's like a, um, an invoice where you owe money. You owe something. Would you give up an invoice in order to get the $20 bill? You see, when we give up these negative things, we need to replace them with something positive that gives us greater benefit. You know, it's kind of like um, when I have a, at my private practice, I would have a lot of couples come in. I specialized more in marriage, fam marriage and family therapy at that time. And I would have couples come in and say, well, we either are going to stay in this terrible marriage or we're going to get a divorce. Well, neither one of those is really a good answer. So I would say, how about you do the third thing? Don't stay in a bad marriage and don't get a divorce. Make the marriage better. That terrible marriage, that unhealthy marriage isn't a good thing. And divorce sure as heck isn't a good thing. What about making the marriage better? What about each party here? The husband and the wife doing things the right way together and making the marriage what it should be. Are you willing to give up the things that make you sick? And I would add to it, and do the things that will make you strong and healthy, physically, mentally, spiritually. Yeah. I wish Hippocrates did say this, because it's a pretty good quote. I wish I knew who really said it, because I'd like to give them, you know, the, um, the credit for it. But before you heal someone, ask them if they're willing to give up the things that made them sick and start practicing the things that make them well. I hope that uh, that's a, a nice little um, thing for you to think about today. And that's all I have for today. So I will wrap it up and see what, uh, see what my day's going to turn out to be like. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys take care. Have a great one. We'll catch you tomorrow.
Bye-bye.